Docs, this is the time where leaders leaders need to step up and you lead from the front right now. Um, you know, we teach a lot in, in this in, in our podcast, in our programs, how the CEO oftentimes is actually stepping in and raising up other people and putting people in position and shining the light on them. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are excited to be with you here today. And we have decided to address something that is of uh, utmost importance right now. And as we have talked about on the previous episodes for all of you listeners, that one of the key responsibilities of a remarkable CEO is to determine what's important now. We've determined that what's important right now is to address the topic that we all know is going on right now, which is what's going on in our world with this pandemic and with the coronavirus uh, and how that's affecting all of you and your businesses, your families, and your local community. So we've decided that um, we're interrupting the the course that we were on uh, because, again, we have a strategy and a plan with our episodes. As you know, we've, we, are, we are planners. We teach you about strategies and plans and structure and organization. And so we have that for our podcast. And we have specifically interrupted that flow specifically to come to come alongside of you and support you as CEOs. We appreciate you and what you do and what you mean to your communities as leaders within your community. Um, and so we want to come alongside of you and give you some some direction, some guidance, some support, some encouragement uh, for these next days ahead. Uh, Dr. Steven, I know that um, we've been uh, engaging with our audience, with our clients, you know, with our doctor clients and with others through the different social platforms that we have and through our own coaching organization. Um, and we're seeing our amazing clients uh, rally and uh, we're seeing just the strength of our tribe. And um, so we consider you part of our tribe. If you're part of this podcast, we consider you part of our family. So we're we're honored to be running with you and journeying with you. And you know what? Now is the time to stick together. Now is the time to band together. Um, and so we just encourage you uh, during this time, if, if you're finding yourself in a, in a place of, of wonder or worry, um, get plugged in. Uh, and we're here to support you and help you in any way, Doc. I'm looking forward to uh, going through what we've uh, coined as the 10 things that you need to be doing right now uh, in your practice. And so again, this applies to all of you in chiropractic practices and in businesses, uh, we know that this is going to be uh, a support to you right now. Yeah, Dr. Pete, it's been an inspiration really to see how our fellow chiropractors and specifically really um, our clients, our remarkable practice doctors and their teams and how they've responded um, to this situation, which you know we'll refer to as a distraction, right? So I like to call it a distraction because it's more empowering than a than a crisis, so to speak. So this distraction says, you know, you should be focused here, but now we're focused over here. Let's get our focus back over here because where you, what you focus on grows, right? So uh, when you're speaking internally to your team, I'm going to recommend that you guys use the term distraction. So let's address this distraction, right? So, you know, ultimately the, um, wherever you are in practice right now. So uh, we, we just want to recognize that there's a whole continuum of experiences that are happening out there right now. And I just want to honor all of it. Okay. So just appreciate you just um, being there for your community, showing up with your love, with your intention, with your service. Um, I just want to recognize wherever you are on this continuum, this episode applies to you. Okay. So if you're a chiropractor that's in business or owns a business, this episode is for you. It's right. These are the 10 things that you should be doing right now for your business, right? So uh, as chiropractors, we know that um, you know we have this mission, we have this purpose, we have this vision, we have this premise um, that we operate under. And, and the premise you know, that we teach in the Remarkable Practice is that the families that are in our practice are healthier and safer than the families that are not in our practice, period. Uh, so I think it's really important that you know we we start there when we start talking about the top ten things you should be focused on right now, right? So the most important thing to focus on is that is the big why, right? The why is where all the activation energy is going to live for you to do this hard stuff that we're going to tell you you need to do right now, right? So let's get back to where Dr. Pete started, which was the you know the job description of a CEO, right? There's three bullets. Number one, 
cast the vision, right? Vision casting. Number two, it's what's important now. And number three, it's what's important next. So here's what we know. You can multi uh, task, but you can't multi-focus, right? So any given time, one of those three priorities becomes the priority, right? So if we were in a board meeting or a vision casting meeting, then it would be the most appropriate thing to be talking about the future and making sure that everybody in your team has total clarity around the ultimate view of this business. Where are we going? What's the three to five to 10 year picture? What's the view of this business? What are we, you know, what are we looking into the future? So that's a future-paced environment. And that, and that would be the right thing to make a priority then. Or if we were doing quarterly reviews, you know, we'd be talking about scorecards and KPIs and goal setting and marketing calendars, right? That'd be what's important next, right? So that would become the appropriate priority. Well, Doc, CEO, right now, it's what's important now, right? So this is what we want you to stay focused on. It's like the right now, right? Because you've got to take actions right now that are going to shape your next and shape your future. Let's equip you to make decisions around how to point the energy of your team right now as the CEO, you're the chief energy officer. So we know that your job is to collect and direct the energy of your team. In fact, it's to collect and direct all four limited resources of your organization, the time, the energy, the focus, and the money. This is what's important now. Yeah, this is such an important subject. And Doc, I'm so glad that you you know are, are clarifying that right now because Docs, this is the time where leaders leaders need to step up and you lead from the front right now. Um, you know, we teach a lot in in this in, in our podcasts and our programs how the CEO oftentimes actually stepping and, and raising up other people and putting people in positions and shining the light on them. And it's moments like this that you as the CEO, the leader of your organization, really need to step out in front and and there's going to be some light on you and you you've got to be willing. And this is the time when leaders take a stand. It's time to take a stand. It's time to be decisive. Even, even when there's, um, there's unknowns, it's, it's extremely important that you're decisive and that you take a stand. And uh, I love this Brene Brown quote. She said, who we are is how we lead. Who we are is how we lead. And we, we ask the question with the leadership side of the, the, the business puzzle is, who do I need to become? So the question is, who do you need to become right now? Who do you need to become right now? And so that we're going to give you some tools, some, some steps to take. But underneath that, all of that is who you are being right now. And so I just encourage you as, as we all navigate through the unknowns that we're currently, we're currently journeying through and what you're going to be, who you're going to be right now is also going to determine a lot of what's going to be happening next. And so it's important that we not lose sight of that. And so we have 10 things that you should be doing right now in your practice. And we're going to go through those 10. And I'm going to start with the first one. The first one is you need to get clear on what you believe to be the best for your people. And this is what, Doc, you were just talking about, which was the why. Why is this important? Why? And that's, again, the, the question of the vision. Why? What's important now? Like what's, what's important to me? What does success look like to us? Well, that's a new question right now. It may be a new question. What, what you thought success looked like going into the second quarter of 2020, at the beginning of 2020, when you were setting your, your annual goals and you were setting your quarterly objectives and you were getting things planned out, things might, have, might need to be adjusted right now. Clearly, they do. We're all having to take inventory and, and make pivots and make changes. Even in our own organization, we had a large event that we worked for months and months preparing, and we've had to change that, right? Because we've had to ask the question, what's important now? Our why is we need to continue to empower our, our doctors and their teams so they can continue to serve their community. So we, our why is that so we're able to communicate with our people and share what's believed what's best for them and go from an in, in-person event in Chicago to online. So we've made that decision because we've, we're clear on what we believe is best. Right. And so that's how we can make that decision with confidence. We made that decision and we've taken all the steps that, that we can take up to this point to prepare ourselves and our clients so that they can continue to be prepared to serve their people. And so the question for you is, is are you clear on what you believe to be the best for your people? What is the value that you deliver in your practice as a chiropractor? Are you clear on it? You know, we always say that 
when you get squeezed, you always revert back to your highest level of training and preparation. And that was a test. And you've been through others. We, we've been through this. If you're a business owner, you, you've been through this. So what is the value that you deliver is the first question to ask yourself. If, if you're taking notes right now, this is what you want to do. Ask yourself, what is the value we deliver? Because you're going to be communicating this with your team. You're going to be communicating this with your, with your tribe right now. The second question is, what are your recommendations based on? You know, and Doc, you've talked about this. And we're not going to dig into this today, but some practices in a time like this are, are thriving and doing extremely well, at least up to the point where we are, you know, doing this podcast. Whereas others, it's a complete, it's the complete opposite. They're they're not doing well, they're falling apart. And and that would be the result. A lot of it is based on the education and the the systems and the processes, the convictions, the the policies and procedures, the things that they've established months and years leading up to this moment. Right. So your recommendations, what are they based on? And will that look different moving forward? And how will it be different? And then what's the trade-off? So we always say, listen, when when you when you are making a decision and you're moving in a direction, there's always going to be a, a trade-off. So what is the line that you've you've taken? What is the stand that you're taking right now? What is the stand that you and your organization are taking right now? And what are the trade-offs? What what are you going to be letting go of? What are the what's the cost going to be for you? Because we talk about energy as the CEO is an energy officer, chief energy officer. When you marshal your team and your resources of the limited resources you have, time, energy, focus, and money, what's the trade-off going to be right now based on this situation? So again, the number one is get clear on what you believe is best for your people. We'll be back to my conversation with Dr. Steven right after this. Hey, Doc, we've got great news for you. The Remarkable Attraction Immersion, originally planned for Chicago April 3rd and 4th, is now happening online. In response to the COVID-19 coronavirus situation and ensuing restrictions on travel, hotels, gatherings, and restaurants, we are moving the awesome Remarkable Attraction Immersion online, live, and virtual. We know that you are facing uncertainty. We know that your patients are scared and confused. Some patients are missing appointments, some dropping out of care, and some of you are locked out of your practices, period. We are here to help. This virtual immersion is designed to address these immediate concerns and more. We're going to share with you a three-phase action plan that will help stop the bleeding right now, then get patients back on track, then it will be time to mobilize and get you back out into the community. We're facing an unprecedented situation and opportunity in chiropractic. Now is a time. We have a window in time where we as chiropractors will have everyone's attention. We have created an awesome event, highly relevant, addressing the concerns, questions, and needs that you and your team are facing right now. And we also know that this too will pass, and we're going to get you ready to step into the gap and be prepared and ready to seize the opportunity that you will be facing in your community over the next few months. The same awesome TRP coaches will follow the same Remarkable Practice live event program schedule. Get your team together at your office or home or off-site and hunker down for a value-packed weekend of training. You will be ready to take action immediately, even if your practice is closed. Join us for this incredible virtual live event. Roberto Monaco is coming alongside all the TRP coaches to teach this seminar through the weekend. If you don't know who Roberto is, he's the premier undisputed heavyweight champ of influential and persuasive speaking in chiropractic. We have a program in place so that you're fully equipped to have the answers. Register now for the virtual live event and save over 65%. To grab this special deal, go to www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events. That's www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events. Do not pass up on this deal because it ends April 3rd. Grab your team and we'll see you online. And now back to my conversation with Dr. Steven. So, so huge that we frame this into a timeline for everybody because, you know, at the end of the day, people are worried, what do I do today? Like, what do I do right now? What should I do? You know, today's Friday. If you're listening to this, it's uh, on podcast. It's like, it's Tuesday. So I'm going to show up at my office today. So if I, tomorrow morning's Wednesday morning. If you're driving into the office on Wednesday morning, so like, your mind is like, okay, I'm walking in my, my practice on Wednesday. What should I be focused on right now? So we're going to encourage people to look at this across a timeline to be able to say, 
Okay, let's break this into three stages as we address this situation. The first stage is going to be the priority is to stabilize, right? The second step step in this, the second stage, meaning like two, three weeks in from now, this is when we're going to start thinking about reactivate, right? So we're going to think about getting people back on the rails. And then the third stage of this is going to be mobilized, which is to get out into your community. And that's five, six weeks out from now, get out into your community, start marketing. So these first couple of steps are really about stabilize. And what do we mean by stabilize? We mean stabilize your existing business, right? The secret to being successful in 2020 right now, the secret to growing your business is going to be don't let your business shrink, right? So number one, we want to stay in the space of like, let's focus on the business that we have right now. Let's focus on ourselves. Let's focus on our patients. Let's focus on our team right now, right? So these are the places where we have influence, right? So if you focus on the places we have influence, your influence grows. If you focus on areas that you don't have influence, your influence shrinks. So where do you have influence? Like Dr. Pete just said, start with yourself. This isn't a selfish pursuit. This is a responsibility as a leader. You need to get super clear with yourself exactly what is the value we're delivering to our patients? What is the value we're delivering into our community? So if you have total clarity around that, you're going to be able to convey that to your team and convey that to your patients. This is not, you're not going to be on your heels when somebody asks you a question or somebody pushes back and gives you an objection. You're going to know this is the value that we deliver. This is the why. This is why I'm having you come into the office to get adjusted. This is why we're going to accept the trade-off of the risk of you getting exposure because you're walking into an office with filled with other people. I understand that there's a trade-off. Like Dr. Pete just said, this, there's always a trade-off. So if you have people show up for work and work for you, if you have people walk into your office, if you're showing up and putting your hands on people, there's a risk. Okay. So what's the trade-off? Is the risk reward ratio in your mind super clear? Yeah. You need to have total clarity around that. And it's all going to be based on your awareness and ownership of the value of the care that you're delivering. So if we talk about you first getting that clarity, it's so that you can then speak that into your team so that they have the clarity. Because at the end of the day, guys, number two is meet with your team and get everybody on the same page. Do not skip this step or you're in big trouble, right? So what you got to remember is everybody, we're all just human beings. Your team, they're just human beings, okay? So inside and outside of your practice, they're human beings having the same crazy experience that everybody else is. So there's a good chance that they're filled with questions, maybe even some doubts, maybe some fear, right? So wherever they have questions, you need to meet with them and say, okay, I'm here for you. Ask me questions. Don't just start preaching, okay? So find out where their concerns are. Just close your mouth. Ask questions. What, what do you guys want to ask me? Where do you lack clarity? Where do you lack conviction? Where do you lack certainty? Anything, please ask me so I can clear it up for you because then they're going to be the front line and they're going to be the ones that are going to be, be communicating to your patients. And then sit with them and ask them, what are the questions that, you, that, that make you cringe? What are you things are you hearing from patients that you don't feel confident answering? What are the objections that you find that you're just not equipped to be able to respond to so that everybody wins, right? So sit with your patients, capture those things and clear it up. Get everybody on the same page. Yeah, this is so good, Doc. Um, you know, there's an order to this, and that's why why we're 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 laying this out for you in steps. So, um, so the third step then is once you've been able to identify, you know, where you are in your position and your team, and you're united. This is the key. Everybody's on the same page because if they're answering phone calls and they're answering, responding to text messages and emails, sending emails, receiving communication, the most important thing is that we're sending we're saying the same things, right? To meet up with your team and decide. You know, this is how we're going to respond to these these questions and to these comments and these concerns. This is what we're going to say. So agree with your team on that. So important because what that does is number three, which is stabilize your base of patients, right? So when you're united with the t your team, it creates that sense of stability for your patients. You see how that works? So if there's any level of instability within the context of your team, that will always create a shakier foundation for your your patients. It's just like we teach with the CEO model, with everything we've been teaching. So. The active, your base of active patients is your next focus, right? So active patients. These are people that are actually currently, or at least up until this point, have been actively engaged, paying for and receiving your, the care and, and engaging with, with your business uh, on a regular basis. So your active patient base. And so number one thing you want to do is communicate with them openly and regularly. This is one of the things I shared with my, with my docs and clients directly, like on the Monday, uh, Monday, so a, a week ago was you want to not be the person getting the call. You want to be the one delivering the call, right? So, and so most of you hopefully have already you know done this, but be 
proactive on this. Okay. So communicate openly, honestly, and I would say proactively, like be the guy, the person in the business that's reaching into their world. So, and listen, I, I, I say, listen, phone call. You're like phone call. That's old school. We could just text him and email him. I'm like, no, 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 no. Today, do all three. Actually call people. People would actually be blown away by an actual phone call from my doctor or my doctor's office. Like when they usually text me about all my stuff now, I, I am saying that. Like take it to another, like what's the, what's the highest value that you could offer right now to, to a patient is to call them, check in on them and, and tell them and give them the direction of what you're doing. So one is communicate openly and then regularly with your, your patients. So decide with your team right now, what's our rhythm for doing that? Number two is you want to uncover the questions and concerns that they have. Right. So, and there's many different ways that you can do this. So, if you have um, like a social platform, for example, a private group with your, for your patient base, it's a beautiful place to get questions and conversations going. Um, that's probably the most uh, simple way to do it. Otherwise, you're going to have to handle it through like email communication, text, or phone calls. So, again, if you have those social platforms you've set up, this is a beautiful time to do that. And then, number three is clarify why they should be getting checked and adjusted right now. And again, we, we know that. Some of the clinics and clients that we work with are not able to. Some of the clients that we've worked with as of today, which is Friday, uh, are able to um, be seeing patients. But again, you have to address and clarify why they should be getting adjusted. And Doc, we're not going to go into a scientific teaching right now on the power and the value of the adjustment with immunity and all that, but hopefully you do know the power of that. So that's step number three is stabilize your base of active patients. Yeah. So just as important as it is to recognize those patients that are coming in for great behavior, right? To be able to just come alongside them and speak to them as, you know, we're part of a team, we're a partnership and just recognize them for being there. So this is a great opportunity to flex the muscle of recognition for those that are showing up in the practice. And, you know, what that does is it affirms them and, and basically it just says, yeah, you know what? This is a choice I am making to come in here because I do get it. So speak to them assumptively, like, you know, Pete, I know you get this, but your being here tells me about your commitment to your health and also your understanding of the role of the chiropractic adjustment in it. So thank you so much, man. So, you know, that's a level of recognition that you could skip very easily. And next thing you know, you're sliding into a conversation around, hey, isn't it just crazy out there? Did you see that story on Facebook or how about on CNN? And next thing you know, you're down as opposed to stepping into recognition, catching people doing things right. So number four is dealing with the people that are skipping, missing, or dropping out, right? So we call them MIAs or pinks. MIAs, missing in action. Who are the people that are no-showing and not coming in? Or pinks, people who are in need of care. People have reached out and said, I'm not coming in today or this week, or I got to put my care on hold or whatever, right? This is the immediate need, right? So we want to make sure that we are managing these things really well because it's our responsibility because we promised them that we were going to be here for them, that we we're going to partner with them. We set up a set of expectations and agreements, and it would be unprofessional if we did not reach up and follow up and hold them accountable. But you hold them accountable with a different tone right now, guys. Number one, we want to lead with compassion and understanding. Don't show up trying to make them feel bad about not coming to the office or feeling wrong or feeling stupid. Don't do that. That's not what leadership is about, right? You want to show up with compassion and let them know that you're concerned and give them some confident direction, right? Like this is what I feel you do, but support them in whatever decision that they make. Just let them know that you are concerned about them and you're here for them, okay? So make sure that you deal with and you address the patients who are missing in action in the immediate We'll have a second stage of this as we go to the next level of what you should be doing now, but that's going to come up into a future podcast, a future, future episode, right? So right now we're focusing on the first two weeks. This is what you should be doing right now, right? So with those people who are not coming in, or even frankly, for the people that are coming into the practice, this is a perfect opportunity to ramp up your education as to what people can do with home care and self-care. Like in the Remarkable Practice, we teach the three-legged stool of success when it comes to clinical recommendations. Leg number one of that stool is get your chiropractic adjustments in rhythm. In other words, follow the doctor's recommendations for care. Do not break the doctor's recommendations and interfere with the care and interrupt your rhythm. So number two is break the bad habits that cause your subluxation in the first place. So break your bad habits that would cause you to slide backwards between adjustments. We want to teach people what are the things that they're doing that are creating stress on their body and causing them to slide backwards. Remember, at the end of the day, if people aren't getting adjusted, they're going to be sliding backwards and losing their progress. We want to put words to that. People are loss averse. They think that if they just stop getting adjusted, they pause 
There is no pause. You know what pause is in, in chiropractic? It's called maintenance care. That's pausing progress. Otherwise, it's regress if you're not getting checked and adjusted. Why? Because modern life is unnaturally stressful. And people don't live in a bubble. They don't live in a vacuum. They go back out into their world. And man, no one's going to argue with right now that life is stressful, right? And stress causes subluxation, so they start to lose what they've gained. Make sure that's part of your languaging. And then equip them with exercises, the third leg of the stool. So make sure that they know what exercises they should be doing specifically to strengthen their spine so that they hold their adjustments longer and slow down the backsliding. Yeah, this is so good, Doc. Um, so much wisdom there. And, and this is this is not just apply uh, applicable for right now. This is applicable for what's important next as well. So let's put these best practices into place if you haven't been doing them already. All right. So number five, uh, things you should be doing right now is creating content every day. Uh, again, we're, we're, we're working again with doctors across the spectrum, across the world. And you know, one of the things that we know is, is that you want to make sure that your voice is being heard in your community right now. We all know that everybody is focusing on and paying attention to the media right now. The question is, is, is your voice, the voice of truth, the voice of reason, is it, being, is it also being heard right now? Are your, are your patients, is your tribe, is your community hearing your voice? And so creating content every day means you're focusing on what is the information that needs to be being distributed right now? What's the most important information? And we know right now it is about strengthening the immune system. And so we know that that's not only going to be important now, that's going to be important for the next six months, 12 months. This is going to be the focus of you know, so many of the business owners and, and leaders within your community. They're going to be looking for someone who can actually come in and support them because you know, now that everybody's living with this heightened level of awareness, there's going to be a level of, of probably some level of fear and, and anxiety and worry and, and sensitivity around this subject matter for months and months and months to come. And so what you want to do now is you want to prepare. And so I'm just going to say this, if you haven't join our private Facebook group. We have a private, free private group. We'd love for you to join that because we are going to be putting out some cheat sheets and different videos in that group. And so if you haven't you know, jumped into that group, please do. Um, and we'll make sure there's a link here with this, uh, with this podcast where you can um, get that. But it, it's, if you just look up the Remarkable Practice group, um, you can request to join that group. And uh, we'd love to have you, you, you join us and journey with us. But one of the things that we're going to be doing as an organization over the days ahead is we're going to actually be adding uh, resources in there for our clients. We're literally making resources right now as we go because we realize we need to create workshops and we need to create assets and tools and resources for you so you can take them to your community. So we're doing that for you. and We want to give that to you. We want to gift you with that. So please jump in our, our free private um, group. And by the way, there's also amazing community of doctors in that group, which we have amazing conversations there as well. So we'll keep this uh, conversation going and be a part of the tribe. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah. And how about some of the awesome assets the, that our remarkable doctors have been like, here, I created this infographic. Here's a PowerPoint. Here's a research article. Here's a blog post that I wrote, right? So uh, the powering community, we have hundreds of really, really smart doctors in those, both the, the CA forums and the DC forums. Uh, we have several thousand in our free prep group. So, I mean, you just see these assets and resources that are getting dumped into the repository that we've created. And I, that just tells me about the generosity, creativity, the, just the, uh, the mission uh, of chiropractors. And, and, you know, like with any great crisis, it really reveals everybody's character, right? So, and it's just awesome to see how people have just stepped in and stepped up. It is remarkable to see that. And uh, what an amazing, amazing community that, that we're part of. And we're seeing the, the best come out of, of so many people right now, which is just beautiful. And so, you know, just to, to kind of close the loop on this one on creating content every day, you know, um, for example, just as an example, you know, creating videos, creating uh, written content on, let's just go with home care and self-care guidelines like Doc, you just talked about. It's so important. It's one of the, the three-legged, three legs of the stool. So this is a great time for you to actually be putting out information about that. And also I'll say this, 
for many of you, you probably have put on your on the back burner like, yeah, one day I need to do that project and I need to create content for this. I need to create these videos. I need to write these blogs. I need to write these posts. I need to create these infographics. You probably have on your to-do list, like, man, I need to get that one day. This may be the time to do that. And so, yeah, so this is the time. So be focusing on creating content. You know, if you're hunkered down in the bunker, get in there and uh, and get creative and start and start going. So, and if you need any help with that, just message us. We'd love to we'd love to support you in your efforts to create content. We we are creating content daily, uh, so we we love to support you and and help you with that. Yeah, and we're realists, Dr. Pete. So what we when we put this list together, if you look at number six, number seven, number eight, and actually you could pull number uh, yeah, nine into this as well. You know what we want to account for is your time, energy, focus, and money. <laughs> like it's like, you know, creating content is one thing. That's a, that's that's a, a block of time and focus, right? So and then it's distributing that content. And how do we distribute it? We do email campaigns. We do it on social media. We do it in, through virtual consultations. We do it through webinars and advanced workshops. So that's why we broke this list down in such a way. It's like, you know, if we're talking about number five, create content every day, check. Okay. Now, how do you distribute it? The first one we're going to talk about is through email. So I know, I know social media is sexy. I love social media. It's so efficient and it's really, you know, where everybody's eyeballs are for the most part, but there's a good portion of the community who's not engaged on social media. And very many people are choosing not to be on social media, especially right now. Um, but they, Take, they get email. So don't forget email, right? So it's a way for you to segment your list. You can be really highly selective and you communicate with people and you can cross platforms. You can tell somebody, Hey, check out the new podcast. Hey, check out the new email, uh, the new um, Facebook live I just did. Check out the webinar I did. So, you know, you can point people back and forth. So leverage email because people actually do still open email and read email. It's, I know everybody poo-poo's email nowadays, but there's power in being able to segment your list. So you're sending specific emails to specific groups of people. Keep them abreast of any changes that are going on in the practice. Confirm with them that you are open if you're open. Let them know what your hours are. Just communicate to us because people, if they're curious and they're wondering, they're thinking about you, stay engaged with them and communicate with them. Um, and then again, add content, add value. Here's things that you can do at home, right? So you want to empower people. And again, you want to be that resource that's missing in the dialogue that's going on right now or the uh, really monologue that's happening right now in the media, which is everybody's talking about number fear fear and craziness and talking about things that they don't understand. Um, and they're really setting this, uh, this, the panic ablaze and pouring gasoline on it, right? Why? Because there's huge information gaps and people freak out when they have information gaps or they weren't able to predict something. So you can be the person that steps in that gap take back that authority, make sure the people in your community understand your uniqueness. And you're not just going to be talking about what everybody else is talking about, which is the outside in disease prevention, best practices, like washing your hands and stay home and whatever you do, don't hug or high five anybody, right? So they're hearing that from everyone. What they're not hearing is the inside out health promotion, vital behaviors that you know and live. So it gives you great material to put together great content and email it, send it out on social media, hold uh, workshops around it, et cetera. And I think that parlays beautifully into number seven, which is add value and engage on your social media platforms. You know, I know many of you uh, do already do this and you have been doing this. And now is the time to, I would say, amp up, right? So you want to you wanna be increasing the, the voice. You know, so if you think about amplifying your voice, you want to amplify your voice now. Now is the time to to step because people will actually look back and remember things that you say and do now, maybe even more than they've ever, you know, before in the past. And so whether that's through the email, the way that you communicate, or it's again in office communications, or it's on the social platforms, um, like Doc, you had just said, you know, some people are are tuning it off and turning it on, you know, just tuning out and they're focusing just on they, they're not doing that. But others are tuned in, and those are the people that are going to right now respond to you, and you're going to be meeting them. And so, one of the things that you know that we want to make sure we're doing is being the bearers of good news, which is again, you be teaching people about what they can do, teaching people about what you do know. Right? Too many people are wandering because they're wondering. Right? People are prone to wonder, so they're prone to wonder, and wondering is, and you end up in the weeds versus being intentional and focused. And so when you focus on what you do know, then you give people direction and directions helps you get from where you are to where you want to go next. And so we don't, 
you can't really see so far ahead, but I know like if I take this step and then the next step, I could do that. Cool. Well, let's just take the next two steps. And so whenever you get online, just give them what's the next. So what's one thing you can do today? What's one thing you could do right now? I mean, this is the time when this is really going to be of great value to, to your platforms, to your audiences, to your people. So keep it positive. Keep it encouraged. Talk about what you do know, right? Share good news. Share updates. Share testimonies. If you've got patient testimonials from you know months and years past, now is the time to start saying, "Hey, I want to share some good news. Let me tell you about people." You know, this, this is the time to start thinking about creative ways to share good, positive messages uh, with your tribe, with the people, and do that you know multiple times a day, even and stay in touch, engage, respond to things people are posting, questions they're asking. Um, be attentive to that now, maybe more than ever before. And if you have somebody on your team who supports you with this, make sure that they're aware that you want them to be doing that. Uh, and of course, again, adding the relevant content, you know, going online, doing anything goes questions with your, with your tribe saying, hey, I'm taking questions today and go live or even host a webinar. And, and you, I mean, there's so many different ways you can, you can leverage the platforms of social media today. So we just encourage you to do that. All right. So number eight is doing virtual consultation. So I, I have a, a, the legal obligation to do a disclaimer here that says your responsibility is to find out what's allowed and what's legal in your state, in your country, in your province, in your on your continent, right? So you got to figure out exactly what you're allowed to do and not do. But in the US, I know that the HIPAA laws have been relaxed quite a bit here. And you know, at the end of the day, you might find yourself at a place where you see a lot of patients who are choosing not to come into the practice, or there's patients who are not able to come into the practice, or you're not allowed to see patients, right? And you have to close it down. Like wherever you are in that spectrum and that continuum, what's critical is number one, you still get this information to your clients, to your patients, to your practice members, because no one else is going to do it, right? So number one, it's for the patient's benefit. Number two, you want to stay connected with these people so they don't lose sight of their health coach, they don't lose you as their doctor, right? So you don't want them to disengage. You want them, you don't want them to forget, right? Time kills all deals. So you don't want to have this gap where they're just not in connected with you and they're not hearing the truth and they're not getting empowered with the strategies and they're not being given back their hope and their personal responsibility. We all know the truth. You don't get sick, you do sick. You know, that sounds like bad news to some people, but it's good news to the rest of us because we know the truth is you don't get healthy, you do healthy, right? You don't catch a cold, the cold catches you. So let's make this really actionable for people. Like it's start doing and stop doing. You, you've got to be the person that's going to stay connected with people and give them the information that they need so that they can either avoid getting sick or they can recover, right? So at the end of the day, virtual consultations may become a necessity for you or just a great idea to bring in as a strategy in your practice to keep this connection and this communication open. So we will um, be teaching this through the Remarkable Practice, how to set up consultations, how to do the, the technology side of it for those of you who don't understand how to do that. But you know, at the end of the day, don't, don't let that slow you down. This is something that you could start next week. Just like put this in play, make sure that you have the ability to either um, supplement the patient visit um, or maybe replace a visit if they're not able to come into the office, right? You can charge for this. Um, and, and not only does it keep you connected, but it creates a revenue stream as well. So you can actually use your time in a productive manner. Yeah, it's just gold. And, um, you know, just talking from experience, you know, working in a virtual space and then also having clients who are doing it right now, it's absolutely something that can be extremely effective. And so just to press that in, and that leads into number nine, which is creating, promoting advanced workshops, webinars, doing simulcasts. So again, this is a great time to host a Boost Your Immune System workshop. It's a great time to do that. Um, to even if, you, even if you can't get, let's say, a mass of people to come to your office, you can still do it for your t you and your team, maybe a few people, and then you can simulcast that and then broadcast that out. And that's a great way to do it as a Facebook Live or a webinar. Um, again, we want to leverage this as a connection point um, for our current active patients, so a value add to bless them. And then also it can be a reconnection point as well for people who used to be, you know, engaged. So we call those the MIAs, right? So, um, you know, the people that are, are, are not as engaged right now. And, and then also I would even press a little bit further, even this is a, it, more likely it's going to be something that reaches even beyond people that have never seen your, you or been to your practice before because they've become friends with you through the social networking. So it's a beautiful way to do that. So I would encourage you, and we're going to encourage you to do that, um, is to put together a workshop and go live and do that uh, at some point in these next days ahead, absolutely essential uh, to be the voice that people are hearing. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously, you know, everybody's hearing um, that we are right now fighting a pandemic, we're facing a pandemic. And, you know, we talk about this virus, this situation with Corona, COVID-19 is, you know, we, we've got a, um, dan- a dangerous situation on our hands. But, you know, what they're hearing is how contagious the situation is, right? So the numbers and the number of cases and how it spreads, et cetera, what they're talking about contagious. And as a leader, what you want to be able to do is differentiate contagious from dangerous, right? And be really clear. Yes, this is contagious, right? So it's twice as contagious as the flu. And we had 50 million cases of the flu last year, right? So how many cases do you think we're going to have this year? So the, the numbers are getting people really excited right now and freaking people out and they're only in the thousands. The truth is, guys, this is twice as contagious as the flu. We had 50 million cases last year. How many do you think we're going to have? We're going to have cases in the millions. You've got to be the person that's predicting that for them. You're not speaking doom and we're trying to freak them out. The opposite. You're actually saying, listen, this is how viruses behave. We know historically we can predict this. We look at these types of viruses and there's a crescendo, there's a plateau, there's a decrescendo, and this is what we can expect to happen, right? So you're going to see cases in the millions. People freak out when they don't understand something or they didn't predict something, right? So you can help them just stay calm and know this is how these things behave, right? The second thing is, is differentiating contagious from dangerous. It is dangerous, but it's dangerous to the immunocompromised, which starts a conversation. What does it mean to be immunocompromised? You know, what, is, what do I need to stop doing or start doing so I'm not immunocompromised? I don't want to be at risk. How do I mitigate my risk? I don't want to have that kind of exposure in my life. That's what your workshop is about. This is an event. Now, here's the deal. This is kind of a tricky thing, but just hang in there, right? So it's an advanced workshop. It's an event hosted at your practice if you're allowed to do that or you choose to do that. This is an event for your people to come to. And I appreciate and understand the concerns around social distancing. I get it. But what we want to do is we want to simulcast this. We want to use Facebook Live or a webinar or whatever, we want to broadcast this thing out into the world, right? So you might choose to say, you know what, I'm only going to do it as a Facebook Live or I'm only going to do it as a webinar or, 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 or everything's going to be online. That's fine. What we're going to encourage you to do is to do it both ways, right? So this is something that we're going to be teaching at the Remarkable Attraction Immersion that we're going to be doing online. Uh, the dates around that is April 3rd and 4th uh, for the U.S. Uh, date. Um, uh, times and then May 22nd and 23rd for the Australian time. As we're going to do this with Roberto Monaco. Uh, he's joining us. Who's Roberto? Roberto, I describe as the doctor of influenceology. He's the undisputed heavyweight champion of communications in chiropractic. If you want to learn how to be more influential as a leader in your communications, you don't want to miss this immersion. Uh, so that's going to be again April 3rd and 4th for the um, for the Northern Hemisphere and May 22nd and 23rd for the Australians in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, just based on time zones. Uh, and we are going to teach you how to put together this Bulletproof Your Immune System workshop. So this will become the workshop that you'll use in-house and eventually outside your office as the cornerstone of your marketing efforts for the next six months. Once this craziness settles down and decision makers are sick and tired of having uh, businesses that are closed, empty schools, empty churches, empty gyms, etc. People are going to be ready to hear a better way to better health. They're going to be looking for an expert who can tell them how to reduce their risk and mitigate the risk of their patients, excuse me, of their people and their coworkers. Uh, and they don't want to be this exposed. They do not want to repeat this again. And you're going to show up with a solution, a better way to better health. Yeah, this is gold, uh, Doc. Thank you for unpacking that uh, for us. And then the last number ten. So I know you're anxious to get to the to the number ten here, folks. Is train your team on objection management. And this kind of goes back to something we talked about in number two, which was meeting with your team and get them on the same page. Part of that is training with them. So again, you know, we we always talk about you don't get what you want, you get what you measure. We've talked about it in previous series. We've also said that you know we're in the business of saving lives. And um, we see you know, patients between trainings and we train like lives depend on it. Well, guess what? All of those things that we say, those all become very, very real in a moment in a time like this. And so now is the time not to cancel team trainings or stop doing that. Now is the time to ramp it up. I would say some extra team trainings are necessary. Why? Well, because like, like we've talked about, you may not have a script for that. You may not have had uh, a plan for this. And so now is the time like, as a leader to decide, okay, team, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to say. Here's how we're going to go about it. We're creating this as we go. There's no playbook for this necessarily. Um, and so again, for you, this is time to train with your team. So meet with them regularly. Even if you have to meet with them virtually, jump on Zoom, 
use this platform, train with your team. You can, if you can't get to the in-person trainings, do it virtually, do it over the phone, continue to train on things. Um, you know, create good answers for the common objections and questions. Very, very practical step, folks. What are the common questions? Write them down. Have your team say, what are the questions they've been getting? What are the common objections and questions they've been getting? And, and then, you know, talk to your spouse, talk to your, your neighbors, say, hey, what are the things that your questions would be or questions or concerns? And start giving answers and writing those down. So come up with good answers and then script train on these regularly. You want to develop certainty and conviction about this because that's what's going to create confidence. And you want to make sure your team is confident. You want to make sure you're confident because when you are, you're going to translate that confidence to your people, which again, we know the number one thing you could do to boost your immunity is is going to be in your your mental state, right? It's, it's how you're thinking and how you're believing and what you're seeing. And so if we can instill that level of certainty, confidence in people, that's only going to boost their immunity again. So they are not going to be the host, right? And that's the goal is we want to keep as many people strong, bulletproof immune systems as possible around our communities. If we've done that, we've done some great work. Doc, this has been super helpful. Uh, I know for me, just walking through this, uh, walking through this with our clients has been super helpful. And I hope that this has obviously been a, been a, a real helpful resource um, for you as you listen. But Doc, you and I both know, I remember um, going through, I, I actually remember 9-11. Uh, I wasn't actually clinically practicing at that time. But I remember, I remember 9-11 and when all that went down. And I also remember uh, the H1N1 crisis of 2009, the market crash in 2008. Was clean. I was practicing then. Uh, and then an H1N1 in 2009. And uh, I remember, you know, just um, how people would respond differently, you know, during that time. And I know you do as well. Uh, and I know that we recently, um, you know, just obviously walking through or going through now are, are pulling back some memories of lessons we've learned, right? Lessons we've learned from the past, lessons we've learned from crises. And, and human beings are amazing. I love the resiliency of humanity. I know that we're going to, we're bouncing through this. We're going to bounce back from this. And, and uh, this is a test, but, but when you go through this stretch and these tests, you actually come out stronger, right? And so the goal is that we're going to come out of this stronger and further ahead than we were before, and you and your businesses are. So Doc, I know that we're going to dive into just a few things that are you know, near and dear to your heart as far as um, just some wisdom and guidance from lessons learned that we can share with our audience here before we wrap up this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I love the expression that adversity does not create your character; it reveals it. And I mean, I think that that as a leader um, is very convicting. It's a it makes you take a breath and like stop thinking about yourself and thinking about your purpose, your mission, your vision, your premise, and your people. Right. So it's hard when you think about yourself. It gets stressful and it gets scary and creates anxiety. Um, and these are scary times. Um, but as soon as you think outside of yourself, man. Uh, that it becomes so much easier to make better choices and better decisions, you know, just based on that vision, the vision that you have for your community. So just want to encourage people. I mean, uh, I, I can remember uh, we we talked offline about this is like our practice. We, we grew through the craziest economic um, recession, you know, we've seen in a long time, just the 2008, 2009 stretch was crazy. Uh, that's when, you know, th th that period of time to me means that's when we were hitting a thousand a week. And we we're having babies. <laughs> the two things that would be like massive distractions <laughs> to, to anyone. But, uh, you know, what we found was that we had created a culture where people knew why they should get adjusted. And they weren't, they weren't discontinuing care because they were stressed. They were, they were actually starting care because they were stressed. They were, they were coming to our place because they were stressed. And they recognized that stress makes you sick. And stress creates a problem called subluxation. And chiropractic correct subluxation keep your nervous system clear and able to cope with and adapt readily and appropriately to the stresses that we'll face. Life is dynamic, right? It's literally the definition of wellness. So if you've done a great job um, training your patients, teaching your patients the truth and creating a culture where people understand why they're getting adjusted, you will actually grow through this period, right? And if that's not you and you recognize, hey, the best time to plant an oak tree is 50 years ago, the next best time is today. So let's start planting that tree today and let's start creating it because we recognize that there is this ebb and flow. There are seasons. This will happen again. There will be crises to come. We just listed four of them that we've all lived through. There is an ebb and flow 
use this as a learning process and say, okay, so uh, there's a couple of things I need to tighten up, tighten up the bolts of my patient education, my systems, my team training, et cetera, and maybe your own self, right, as a leader. So um, I want to wrap this with something that I dug out. Uh, so Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach created this uh, for in response to uh, just 9-11 and the, and the chaos and the quote-unquote scary times that followed 9-11. And um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to take my, I'm going to put my own take on this, my own spin on this, my own notes from this, if you will, but just a tip of the hat to uh, one of the best coaches in the world, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach. Uh, this is from the Scary Time Success Manual, which is transforming current anxieties and fear into strategic growth, progress, and achievement, right? I love that. Uh, so here's my, it's a, it's a list of 10 things that's going to be quick and dirty. So this is a CEO's stop doing and start doing list from Dan Sullivan. So number one, focusing on yourself, stop focusing on yourself and start focusing on others. Number two, stop thinking about selling and start thinking about solving. Number three, stop worrying about money. Start focusing on adding value. Number four, don't focus on contradiction, excuse me, on contraction. Focus on expansion. Number five, fixate, stop fixating on problems. Start focusing on small wins. Number six, don't focus on tomorrow. Be present right now. Number seven, don't focus on the old you who you used to be as a leader. Start focusing on the new you that your situation's calling for right now, the next iteration of you as a leader. Number eight, Forget about the circumstances. Don't be focusing on circumstances. Focus on productive responses. Number nine, don't fixate on lack. Focus on abundance. Number 10, don't get caught up in pity. Focus on gratitude. Here's what we know, Dr. Pete, is leaders know that we can't always choose our circumstances, but we can always choose our attitude. And although that may not change the situation, it'll absolutely change our experience of it and our performance in it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.